Listener Production. Imagine walking into your local bottle, which you know stocks all the produce from your own community, and then thinking to yourself, maybe I'll pop downstairs to their restaurant or maybe the wine bar for dinner or invite some friends to come upstairs to their 1970s dinner party-themed bistro. Well, Mike Benny and his co-founder started PNV to let you do all of that and more. Mike is an active wine judge in Australia and overseas and is a graduate of the prestigious Len Evers Tutorial. He's written for so many publications, it's almost impossible to list, but let me tell you this, he's an expert. Mike, thanks so much for joining me in the studio. Thanks, Gary. So give us some more detail about uh, PNV and what is it exactly? Okay, so PNV is a wine and liquor merchants business. It started off with a single bottle shop and event space in Newtown in Inner West Sydney. Uh, it then grew three years later. Uh, we opened in Paddington in Sydney's Inner East, where we have a, a restaurant upstairs that sort of collaborates in and amongst our bottle shop space that collaborates in and amongst our wine bar space. It's sort of an amorphous mass of energy that supplies people with food and drink. And all of this is focused very heavily on sustainable produce, on natural wine, which is uh, organic and biodynamic underpinned, no additive winemaking, spirits that are of an artisan nature and craft beer. And of course, all this is kind of a, a very common mantra around, but I think the investment we have in producers, the connection we have to very strong um, farming communities and, and local businesses has all made this place a great dynamic. And on top of it all, I think it's the outreach that we do, and not just in the way that we educate by doing masterclasses or events, but the way that we interact with our local community, which is so important to how this business works. And in some respects, I, I don't like spruiking the business. I like talking about the way that we engage. And it's such an important thing that I can say things like, we have Aboriginal artists painting murals on our walls in a way of sort of fostering additional ways of paying the rent. We looked at our local community during covid restrictions and saw the bars and restaurants that are out of work and said to them, put something in a jar, can something, bring us something feasible and tangible that we can sell for you to keep you going. And we started working in and around our, our neighbourhood particularly and then further and further as, as that sort of burgeoned by encouraging the businesses that are out of work to give us something we could sell because we knew we were going to be open. We, we weren't restricted. And so I think about these sorts of efforts um, and and think about how the PNV entity is so much more than just somewhere you walk into and, and get stuff from and shop. Of course you can do that. But there's there's a real lifeblood to the space which um, proves itself over and over again to be quite kaleidoscopic in its nature. Yeah. Where does, the, where does the idea come from in the first place where you're just sitting there? Is it time? You know, where you go, you know what? I need to ask those businesses to put their thinking caps on and yeah. and, and give me stuff that I can sell because that, that's not an easy thing to commit to, right? No, that's right. I, look, I think... My business partner, I, Louise Dowling, we were just walking around our neighbourhood and saw all the shops and restaurants and bars shut. And we'd see our friends who worked in and amongst the local community just say, what are you doing? And they'd say, look, we're just sort of trying to work out how we can keep people employed. Of course, we started asking, do you need any of your staff to find jobs? And it was a really great thing. We, we managed to sort of corral together. Some of the best sommeliers in Sydney were slinging beers and wines on the floor at PNV. Rock and roll stars like Caitlin Harnett driving the van for us. And, you know, we sort of looked to our community of arts hospitality, musicians, et cetera, and, and just started employing people to try and give them something to do during the day and some work. But we, I think it was just a physical response to a neighbourhood that's so bustling. I mean, you think about Enmore Road in Newtown is possibly and arguably the greatest eat street in Sydney for food, wine, bars, um, BYO. It's just this great energy. Everything just bustles. And then all of a sudden it wasn't. And so I think we just felt like something needed to be done. And And we looked around at the shop and saw a corner that basically cried out for preserves and kombuchas and 
canned things and just thought, right, we'll dedicate that and make sure that we try and make this something that's actually a cornerstone of our business and ongoing. Yeah. What What were some of the best things that came across your desk, so to speak, or, or some things that have you've kept going just because they were great ideas or they were just a good product? I spent a lot of time in a place called Jacoby's, which is a sort of tiki bar run by very high-end cocktail experts, but it's a rip-roaring place that has great music, incredibly good cocktails. Uh, and all of a sudden they started producing pre-batch things like margaritas and daiquiris and, and the like. I think take-home cocktails have obviously had a massive, massive upswing in terms of the last particularly last six months even. But to be able to bring home that sort of ticky flavour and that good times of that bar was was something that was really um, delightful for me. Uh, I like things like uh, some of the high-end chefs like uh, Ben and Un who ran Moon Park in Sydney, uh, making their own Moon Mart preserves, uh, things like Vegan XO uh, and green chilli and anchovy paste and similar things that just were condiments that were sort of out of my reach because I never had enough time to make something like that, even though I really enjoy cooking. But to be able to sort of bring home the really high-end conceptual, you know, very personal restaurant experience was really delightful for me too. And I didn't weigh so heavily into the, you know, go to a, a, a provider of full meal service at home. I always thought about what are the X factors that come from those places that I can add into my lifestyle in my own home. So it was little things like the ramen from Rising Sun Workshop, another sort of Newtown institution that was able to be, you know, so easily produced at home through their little packs and just stuff that you know resonated in terms of its cultural impact on my area that I live. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't all about going, I miss high-end dining, I must have that at home. It was much more about what are the little things that I miss. Yeah, softer touch points that are important, actually. And Mike, I'm curious, You obviously with the, the bottle shop, you've also thought, I suppose, a little laterally, and downstairs you've got a restaurant, you've got a wine bar, um, and upstairs a French, you know, slash English bistro. You know, why? Well, look, I think the building dictated it to us. We looked at the building and thought, great, shop front at the front, looks like a bottle shop, go downstairs into the courtyardy area out the back and that looks like a great wine bar. And we walked upstairs and there's an open fireplace and there's these great wooden floorboards and this beautiful light that trickles in in an afternoon and all we could think was here's the perfect place for a bistro. And so in and amongst this, the building kind of dictated to us what we were going to do. We always liked the idea that you could have a bottle shop, that you could pull a bottle off the shelf and go and sit down with in whatever space exists in the building, open that bottle and you are all of a sudden engaging with the walls. It's a place without a wine. There is not a single wine list in the place. There is by the glass that's done only in style. So it says complex white, fresh bubbles, medium bodied red or whatever it says. And so everything is an interaction. It means that the service from staff has to be knowledgeable and personable. So in and amongst all this, we wanted a multitude of experiences for people that they could sort of ebb and flow out of each of the spaces and sort of seamlessly feel immersed in this wine experience. And whether or not it's successful is up to a customer base and to those that enter through those doors. Uh, But it just felt like the building was talking to us. It gave us the great opportunity here. Somebody told me that it was used to be Mickey's Diner, is that right? Yeah, it was. It was Mickey's Diner. Yeah, and so you had a big neon sign. Is that still there or? Well, we kept it. Yeah, we kept the neon sign. And we would probably, on average, a couple of times a week, get people going, can I still get the milkshake? I was going to say, Mars yeah, bars in it? famous for milkshakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't every so often just put a milkshake with a Mars bar on it? Well, we thought about doing a bourbon one. And then um, there was a few people who said, that's uh, that's probably... Well, leave it, al- leave it alone. Leave it alone. I kept saying, let's do, let's do the bourbon milkshake thing. But that would, yeah. I'd, I'd look at it. <laughs> I don't know whether I'd order one, but I'd go, sounds that's interesting. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, good stuff. 
as things are opening back up? Are you seeing that come back to you as purely as a business, people being yeah, more look, supportive, I th- I think more local? The, the, the benefit of having one of our businesses completely open and unchanged effectively for the, for the whole period of lockdown, the Pure Play Bottle Shop in Newtown sort of gave us a, a bit of a distorted reality on how difficult things were for many businesses. That being said, our Paddington business, which has a wine bar and restaurant, we definitely felt the impact of that. As things have opened, the community has rallied. It's it's a, it's quite a wonderful thing to have a business in what I would call a neighbourhood. And when the neighbourhood comes and they're concerned, it is really a, a quite a, a beautiful awakening as people have reinvigorated their love for going out. And I think in some respects what I've seen is a more respectful approach as well, a bit more understanding around cues, a bit more understanding around the foibles of a busy night uh, and a bit more energy around paying it back to those who looked after them while they were sort of locked in throughout that period. Uh, and, of course, there is a, a voraciousness now to consume outdoors and in these venues. So as the bottle shop benefited for 18 months with indoor consumption, uh, we've seen the rise and rise across multiple venues and obviously throughout the whole of Sydney with this, uh, you know, hungriness to, well, I guess, goddamn party. Yeah, that's what it is. We Let us out. <laughs> Best of luck and thanks very much, Mike Benny. Appreciate your time. Listener.